Okay. So now is right after Yom Kippur. Baruch Hashem, we had an amazing Yom Kippur. And <clears throat> every year what we do is after El and Roshan Yom Kippur, we build up a whole avoider to prepare ourselves for Yom Kippur. But then after Yom Kippur, we go based on the Maimer for Rabbi Rucham and from the Goyen, that we have to be Mamshich Ta'avoid. We have to continue the work throughout the year. Okay? So based on that, we always prepare what we learn for the winter. For example, two winters ago we did Tefillah, connected to what we were working on in El Roshayim Kippur. Last year we did Precious as a connection to the Avoid in, in Yom Kippur. Okay, this year, what I want to do is like this. Basically, we, we were working off in the last few Vaden as a preparation for Yom Kippur. We were talking about the Goyen and that the Avoida after Yom Kippur is the Avoida Precious, and we explained how that's connected to that Tahara, which is Yom Kippur, which is Tyra, which is the step before Kedusha. Okay? So now, last year, based on this going, we learned precious. But this year, what we're going to do is, as another step in the Avoida, is we're going to work on Tikkun Amidus. It's a concept of Derech Eretz Kodmolatayr. That means there's a certain preparation that a person has to do in order to learn Torah. Torah and Mitzvot, as we explained in the last Vad before Yom Kippur, is a way of living a life of Kedusha. Asher Kedishanu B'Mitzvotav. Living a life of a higher purpose. Okay? So, two things. Number one, there's a certain preparation that a person needs to do before Torah Mitzvot. And secondly... The preparation really prepares a person's mindset for what he wants to get from the Torah Mitzvah. So it defines what he's doing. So therefore we're going to work on, as a continuation of the Avodah from last year of Prishas, we're going to work on Tikkun Amidus. Now, I find it more uh, successful to work when we work off a text. Last year we worked off the Masil Sishar. Tikkun Amidus is a much more complicated thing to do. For today, I'm going to do a mimer from Madrega Sa'odom. And I'm going to see, maybe we'll continue in the Sefer. Or maybe we'll use other Svarim, but we'll try to go around the text. That way, it's something that you could review, something that you could go over, okay, and get clarity. Got it? Okay. Now, today's Vad was dedicated in memory Stanley Heller. Ezat Hashem, the Neshama Shav Aliyah, the Zechut of the Torah, and the Zechut of the Tzedakah. Okay, so let's begin a little bit, a very, very deep and profound and insightful mimer from the Sefer Madregas HaOdom. Madregas HaOdom was a Sefer written by the Altar for Navarik, one of the big Talmidim of Rabbi Shol Salanta. The altar from Kelm, they were all Chabura. So this is big stuff. Let's try to get clarity. Now the basic, basic underlining principle that this mimer is going to teach us 
is that Torah, learning Torah, is not similar to other facets of wisdom where a person is just learning Chochmah. Over here, Torah, we're going to see how Torah was designed to change the human being, to develop a person, to live a life of Kedusha. Now, the way we're going to explain Kedusha in a very practical, down-to-earth term is it's supposed to bring a person to Tikkun Hamidus, a person who lives life with Tikkun Hamidot, with the proper Midas of the Torah, is a person that's living a life of Kedusha. Okay, I'm going to explain everything and show you how that works. Okay, because the focus that we're going to be focusing on is how to fix your Midas. Okay? Now, secondly, although the Torah itself is considered a Samhachayim, it's considered a medicine. Okay? The Torah is Tavlin. It's a medicine. However, the Torah is not like the regular medicine that whether the doctor gave you the medicine L'shem Shemayim or not the metzius of the medicine will heal you the Torah's medicine only works when you learn it properly okay so if a person studies Torah only for the purpose let's say for example because he wants to make a living so he can become a good speaker or something like that right or even if he keeps the mitzvahs, but he doesn't keep it the right reason, what happens is, not only would the Torah not become the medicine that it's supposed to be, not only does the Torah not develop the person, it will be the opposite. It will be a samhamavet. The Torah could be a poison. Okay? So that's the underlying message of this maimah from the altar. And let's try to learn it slowly, not in a rush. And then, believe that the, the Chazal that he's working around, which he says very deep things about, we're going to learn a little bit of Rabbi Shol Salanter on it, and some Rabbi Rucham on it. So we get clarity in how to build a person. Right now, that's the work. The work that we're trying to do is how to build a person. A person is born, Ke'ayir pere adam yivalet person is born like a wild donkey and his job through Torah and Mitzvot is to develop himself to become a person what's a person a person has in him a tzelem elokim he has a spark of ruchnias in him he has a neshama and the neshama has to work itself through the body of the person that he's a walking living neshama okay as developing a human being. Unfortunately, we live in a world that the world accepted on a very large proportion the theory of Darwin, of evolution. Now, evolution is a very dangerous shita because evolution takes away this concept of Tzalim Alekim. So you're just another animal. And therefore, there's no belief that a person could become the crown of creation and develop himself. Now, even though we don't believe in atheism, we are not apikorsim, but since the ruach of apikorsis in the world is so strong, it has somewhat of a on us. Because today, in the world, education is about power. 
It's about how am I going to succeed through the knowledge. But education is not about developing a human being because there is no human being. If there's evolution, then there's no person. There's no Odom. There's no Tzalem Elohim. So then it's only about how to live the most prosperous, happy, materialistic life. That's it. That's the whole thing. So unfortunately, the Ruach of Kfirah also makes its ways into our world, where people study Torah only as a way of making a living, or feeling good about themselves, that they have knowledge, or something like that. But that's not what Torah is. The first step of understanding what Torah is, is to understand you have a neshama. You have a tzalem aleikim. And you need to nurture that to develop into a certain person. By the means of Torah mitzvot. Torah mitzvot help you develop yourself. However, you have to know what you're doing with Torah mitzvot. If you don't know what you're doing with Torah mitzvot, then Torah mitzvot is not going to do nothing for you. Okay? So let's try to learn this unbelievable maimer, Madregas HaOdom, from the altar from Navarik. And it's called Bir Hamidis. That's the whole section over here. The section over here is called Birud Hamidot, which you will understand what that means soon. Clarification of your Midas. And we're reading the first Perek. Okay? Very deep, very profound. I want to try to build on it a lot. So he quotes a Chazal, a famous Chazal, but he's going to breathe life into it. Ma hayat Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was one of the most unbelievable people that ever walked the face of this planet. To the point that Moshe Rabbeinu said to Hashem, why didn't you give the Torah through Rabbi Akiva? That's how great he was. All the Torah that we have today, Torah Shabal Peh, is because of Rabbi Akiva. Means Moshe Rabbeinu gave us Torah Shabbatav, and Rabbi Kiva gave us Torah Shabal Peh. Okay? Now we all know Rabbi Kiva didn't start off as a Talmud Chacham. He started off as a Amaret. So Chazal want to see how did Rabbi Kiva shtayik. And if we can study Rabbi Kiva's way and Mahalach, how he grew, that will serve as a guiding light for us to see how we can grow. That's why it's important to, to study Rabbi Kiva, right? Omru ben Arbaim Shana Haya. He was 40 years old. The Loy Lomad Klob. Pam Achas Holach Alpia Bear. One day he was walking by a bear. Oma Mi Chokak Evenzu. He saw this, uh, there was a, uh, a well or whatever it is, a stream, spring of water, and it drips down. And it made a hole in the rock, right? Don't you know the passage that says that the water has a power to make uh, a hole in the in the rock? Automatically, Rabbi Kiva made a kavachoyme. If something so soft as water can make a hole in something so 
hard as a rock. Yivrei Torah shekasher kebarzel. Yivrei Torah which is compared to iron. Alachas kama vekama sheyachakaku aslimi you can make a hole in my heart. And then he went back to learn. That's the Maim Chazal. There's a lot to say about this Maim Chazal. A lot, a lot. Okay? So first things first, we're going to learn how the Altar from the Vardik. We're going to learn Be'ez HaShem Rabbi Shal Salantiz, Diyukim. And then we're going to learn Rabbi Rucham. Okay? Then you will understand Chazal. But the point of this Chazal is to teach us how to grow. You can't just grow. You have to learn how to grow. And they took the person who went from the bottom to the top, that's Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva's Amaretz Gamur, 40 years old, becomes the biggest person in the world. How did he do it? And this is what we're supposed to learn from this little piece of Chazal. Let's begin. Okay, you ready? Yehuda. Ba'inin hu, bilti muvan. Frekt, the altar from the Vatic, a posha tekasha. Heyois shekvar. It's evident from this Chazal that Rabbi Kiva had a desire to grow. For sure. How does he know that? It's because after he made the Kalvachim, he went to learn. Which means that a person who's not thinking about growing is not going to walk by a rock and learn something from the rock. You understand? So obviously there was something burning within him, desire to figure out how to grow. I need to learn how to grow. I want to grow, but I have something in the way. We'll see Rabbi Shol Salantas Medayik from Chazal that he actually went to Yeshiva, he burnt out, he left and then he went back. But you're going to learn about that too. That means he wanted to be Matzliach. And his eyes were open at every minute of his life to see a message to teach him how to be Matzliach. And he found it in this Kavachayim. So he obviously had a desire to learn. So therefore, Lama lo lamad Why do you need the kalvachayma? If you had a chukah and a cheshek to learn, so go learn. The lama yatzarich l'raayot or l'meshalim or l'kalvachayma, what do you need that for? Hayalo likanes l'bet ha-medrash b'li shu m'sholim klal. Umad dochak loy. Asha ha-kalvachayma yazok klifter sadoich hazeh. What was the problem that he was grappling with? That he needed this Kalvachayma to open his eyes to see the right way. Now he's going to start to open up the cash, okay? Big Amkis. Ve'im Naveen, es ha-toyrashi dova ad-doyma l'chokmas If you think that Torah is a facet of wisdom that has similarity to all other wisdom in the world, k'moit chuna handosa v'chadoyma, Different facets of wisdom, science, mathematics, whatever. Asher yachol adam lavo aleha b'shum b'lishum hachonu b'lishum bir. Person doesn't need any pre-work in the human being to be able to study those things. Right? All you have to do is have seichel, and you go learn. As the chazak akushi oid yosef. That the question is even stronger. Why What's the problem? He has brains? He obviously had brains. He had seichel. And if chokma only means intellectual pursuit, he could have made the intellectual pursuit. He shouldn't have had a problem. 
And if you think that the actions of Torah is just like someone doing a umnus, some kind of profession, you don't have to look at the one who's doing the work, you only have to look at the work. He explains. If a person wants to learn music, if a person knows music, it doesn't make a difference if he's a bum, if he's a low life, or if he's not a low life. It doesn't affect the music that comes out. Music is a talent. You either have the talent, you don't have the talent. And if you have the talent and you develop the talent, you're a good musician. It doesn't make a difference if you're a bum or a low life, or a tzaddik or whatever, right? So he says, Because this umnus doesn't need the human being. All he needs the action. If you think that the kiyum of Torah mitzvah doesn't need the person, it only needs the action, the behavior. So now he's setting up the premise for the shtikl Torah. That means, if Torah mitzvot is, is merely a facet of wisdom and behaviors that could be done by anybody. It's just an action. And it could be learned by anybody who has seichel. Then there should be no problem for Rabbi Kiva to start learning. So obviously, Torah is much deeper, which is going to be the next part of the Mimer, to explain exactly what Torah Mitzvah is, what it needs to do it, and what Rabbi Kiva didn't believe in himself, which is going to be a big piece of his mimer, that part of success in Torah is you have to believe in yourself. And he didn't believe in himself that he could do it, and the Kavachayma opened him up. It's a very deep point that's going to come out of here. And like I explained to you before, the reason why we don't believe it is because we don't believe in the Tzalem Kim we have. I have to explain you everything, but we have to stop the David Chakras now. So believe that if there's a younger light around, uh, now as Ben Asmanim, we could try to do a vat to be mamshech, at least to get this maima clear before we, before Chagas Sukkot. Please let me know.